back to the Running in Circles podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and today I'm joined by Oregon's Aaron Bienefeld. Aaron grew up in Frankfurt, Germany before moving to the U.S. to go to the University of Cincinnati. Last year, Aaron transferred to the University of Oregon to finish out his running eligibility, and he's currently gearing up for the NCAA Cross Country Nationals in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Throughout this episode, we talk about how he's feeling going into Nationals, what he saw that made him want to go to Oregon, his future career plans, and more. You coming on? How are you doing? Yeah, no problem. Um, pretty good. It's been a hectic few weeks. You know, a lot is going on, and we're always on the move, especially between like uh, regionals and nationals. There's not much time really because we are leaving tomorrow. But yeah, it's it's fun so far. I like it. Cool, cool. So just to start it off here, I wanted to ask you. As we're getting close to Thanksgiving, a lot of people are starting to listening to Christmas music. So have you started listening to it, and when do you think the right time to listen to it is? Um, that's a good question. I have not started. Probably one of the last people to do that. Um, I guess, you know, for me, it's December. You know, when December starts, how? Because I, I was raised and uh, I was born and raised in Germany, and we did, like, things a little differently, maybe. I just, whenever, like, you know, it was December 1st, I would get into the mood for things like that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good time to start with it. And how are you feeling about your cross-country season so far, and what are your goals going into nationals? Um, I had a really long summer of racing, maybe a little too long. So um, I kept going after NCAAs until Europeans, and I didn't have the best race there because I just knew it was uh, just too much and too little rest in between, but I really wanted to race and get that experience in. And I just, I still tried as, you know, as good as possible. I was not going to uh, jog anything. I still gave it my best. But um, that was the reason why I had kind of a late start to the season. And I wasn't really in shape for Nutty Come yet. And I felt that. I was like, okay, well, it's normal. It's nothing to worry about. I need a few more weeks of training. I need a a rust buster and it just clicked after uh wisconsin and i had a really good race at conference and that was followed up by a, a good race at regionals and i'm going into nationals uh pretty confident now you get nervous before big races like nationals and if you're nervous how do you deal with those nerves yeah i, I get really nervous still um i don't think that will ever change um you know just knowing if there's like 250 runners at the start line with you and you know the especially in the NCAA like the stars of these races are so hectic like everyone just sprints and like it's it just goes out way too fast because people are trying to positioning and that's just always like you know I, d I don't like thinking about that but yeah um I I just think like, hey, you know what? The people that are toying the line with me, they're thinking probably they're thinking the same exact thing. They just as um, nervous. So um, now I just I just think we're all human. We're all having these feelings, and I'm not like any different than anyone else. They we're still all doing our jobs. So you know that's just what I keep telling myself. Definitely, yeah. That's a really good way to think about it. Um, why did you make the decision to go from Cincinnati to Oregon? And what did you see in Oregon that first made you want to go there? Um, yeah, I, I was there for four years and I was kind of like mm, confronted with the decision 
if I should go back home or should stay and like, you know, exhaust my eligibility. And I was at a point where I was like, hey, you know what? I, I think I can do more in the NCAA if I get more chances and, you know, a better environment, maybe just something that, you know, um, with less distractions and just like, you know, where I can be more focused. And when I heard about like the whole COVID waiver thing where people got an additional season, I was I was just like close, paying like close attention to this. And as soon as the news got out, I was like, hey, I, I called my coach. I was on a train to Austria um, in the summer 2020. I was like, hey, like no hard feelings, but I really want to try something new. And I think I can grow even more if I, you know, get the resources to do that. And um, yeah, I mean, I was open to anything really. I I really want to go out west and um, see what's life like there. Um, definitely get with a big program, but um, uh, you know, uh, go to Oregon. I was like envisioning something else. Like I just, I I thought Oregon was too far away. Like that's just too high for me. And like especially seeing like how well the the guys were doing at Oregon. I was like, oh, damn, I, I don't know if I fit in. And um, I still tried. I was working with an agency, and I was like, hey, guys, like, what if you just hit up um, the Oregon coaches, uh, let them know I'm interested. And uh, But I didn't have too much hope, uh, and it ended up, like, being a really long process. I was about to commit to – I was, like, talking to, to other schools, and I was, like, so ready to commit to those schools – and like last minute, like literally they, Oregon like got back to us and was like, okay, I'm not turning this down. And you know, the rest is history. Cool. And what has been your favorite part about attending Oregon so far? And what do you think really makes it stand out from other schools? Yeah. Um, it's just all the stuff we get here. I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, like coming from a smaller school or like a smaller program, I know what it's like not to have everything. And like, I know what it's like um, to, you know, be more by yourself and like having to, um, like here pretty much you get all the things you need, like nutrition wise, or like just training wise, you like get all the stuff you need to succeed. And that's not the case with every single program. And I think like just the, like the 24 seven attention you, you get, um, and all the, the help you're getting, that's really, um, standing out to me. And, um, like, it doesn't mean that you go to Oregon, you will automatically succeed, but they're really trying their best um, for you to do that. Like if you're willing to work hard and put in the work, you will get all the help to do so. Cool. And with Oregon being known as one of the biggest running schools in the country, do you think it really lives up to that hype? And are there any cons that come with it going there? Um, yeah, I mean, currently we have a really young team. So um, I think, all things considered, we're doing pretty well because we had a lot of guys leaving last year, um, graduating. And, like, right now, like, by far the most experienced guy on the team, um, I think. So I think all things considered, we're doing pretty well. I think uh, future years are going to be even better. I think we got some great recruits coming in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to say I didn't have too many, what do you call it in English, preconceived notions about the program because I'd never been to Oregon before and I was like I don't care what people really say or talk about I want to see it myself and if I end up liking it great if I don't like it I don't have to be here longer than 
one year, um, I'll just be out of here. But hey, I'm still here and I still like it. And I uh, hopefully uh, can stay around um, the team a little longer. So um, yeah, uh, there was really nothing I, I didn't like. Like I said, it's like a lot of work. Um, and I know there's people out there uh, that haven't appreciated the way I appreciate it. Not everyone's been as happy, but like there's really nothing I can say that I didn't like because I've um, always put in, you know, my best effort and worked hard. Cool, cool. Can you run me through a week of your practice schedule and your classes? Yeah, um, I don't know if our coach wants us to go into like super detail, but I can give you like a brief uh, rundown. Um, I run every single day. Um, not taking any rest days anymore. We have uh, four easy days and two workout days and like a long run day. That is, you know, most cases structured. So it's kind of a workout too. Um, I'm very lucky that I only have two classes currently because I'm just finishing up my uh, degree. So I only have classes on Monday and Wednesday. Um, Two classes each on each day so i can i get a lot of time to you know just stretch do all these little things um stay longer if i want to do core i can go to bed earlier like i don't have the normal you know things that students normally deal with because i that's all behind me i've done all these things before um at my old school when i uh got my master's degree there So I'm like, when I went here, I was like, hey, I just want to make it as easy as possible. I don't want to be struggling in school because I've, I've done my due in terms of school. So yeah, I'm taking two classes right now and running every single day. And yeah, I'm a, about like, really depends on the week, like 80 to 100 miles, depends on if we're racing or not. And um, yeah, we're lifting twice a week too. And We do a shit ton of stretching, which I haven't done really before, but it really helps me because, like, I don't know if you know that feeling, but, like, sometimes you just, like, start going on a run and the first, like, 10 minutes just feel awful because your hamstrings are super tied and it's just, you know, you just want to stop running. You just want to want it to be over. And, like, with all that stretching, it really helps me to um, get ready for the run and, like, not feel awful the entire time. Yeah, that's really nice. And that must be awesome to have all that free time. And is all your practices pretty much really structured or are there any runs where kind of you just are supposed to run your own or maybe get your teammates and go do an easy run? Or are they all pretty much like structured where you all have to be uh, at a certain place at a certain time? Yeah, I mean, we're still meeting every single day, except for like the day we get off. But um, yeah, I, I think being a senior, I get a lot of like freedom of like, how much I want to run and like how long, how fast. And I think over the years, I've gotten like a good, you know, mm, taste of like what I can do and what I can't do. Like, I know that I'm like an easy run at 615 is not going to kill me or it's not going to send me to the well. And um, that's why I just get a lot of freedom to do like pretty much whatever I want because like I think our coach knows that I'm not going to go about my way and do something crazy. So, um, yeah, it definitely depends. Um, I would say maybe as a freshman, you have a little bit more structure, but um, yeah, I usually just uh, come up with like my mileage myself and then I just talk to the coach and 
we uh, at the end of the week if that was you know good or not, and then I can always add or you know do less. Mm, cool. You so you had mentioned before that you kind of had a wonky summer with all the racing you had been doing, but what is kind of the summer leading up to cross country season look like during the college season? And you can kind of talk from your experience at Cincinnati as well. Like, when do you start uh, training with the team? Yeah, my summer was always a little different because I kept competing uh, in Germany, which wasn't always the best thing to do. Like, I was so burned out sometimes. Just You did, just didn't want to race anymore. Your legs were fried, and you just needed a break from everything, running, being an athlete, healthy nutrition, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, we, I usually just do like a lot of mileage and maybe like comfy steady runs, um, during the summer in an ideal world. That's not what I was doing. I was still doing workouts, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, we usually meet back like in August, September. I think it really depends on the program and when school starts, but that's like when you, uh, report back and start practicing with the team. Mm. What are you majoring in Cincinnati and what classes are you currently taking to finish up your degree? And do you hope to use that major to get a job or would you like to turn pro? I would assume. Yeah. Um, I got a master's degree in marketing from Cincy. I actually just finished that up like three weeks before I went to Oregon. So like, I had a whole summer of school, which was, um, yeah. Not ideal because I, I couldn't really travel much because I was taking classes the whole time during the summer. Um, but yeah, I'm taking classes in like in nonprofit management right now, which is uh, something unusual. But like I said, I just wanted to um, finish up my collegiate career on a high level in terms of running. And I was like, I've done all the school stuff. So I'll just, you know. Takes, I'll take something that I haven't done before, get a new perspective on things, learn a few new, new things, but I don't want to be sitting in the library all day uh, reading stuff. I really just want to focus on running for now. Um, and yeah, I really want to use my uh, master's degree in marketing, like when I'm done running, to uh, keep working in sports marketing, um, preferably with one of the bigger brands. and. Yeah, but for now, um, like you said, it I I never thought that would was gonna be a thing for me to run professionally because it just sounds like unreal to me that I don't know I I just never wanted to pronounce it to be like hey I want to be a professional runner because you know people can do that maybe when they play football or soccer or whatnot but like running it's it's really hard to really make a living unless you're like one of the top dogs in the game. So I never really had that as an option for me, but, um, you know, things have been working out well and, uh, I'm definitely looking at signing a contract after I'm done at Oregon. Yes. Cool. Cool. Do you, would you like to stay in Oregon after college or would you, uh, preferably move somewhere else? Yeah, that's something I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, but I've only been here for a year, year and a half and, um, I'm not ready to move on. I really want to stay in town. And uh, there could be certain ways for this to work out well, where I can just keep practicing almost the way I'm practicing right now. And I wouldn't have to change too many things. So um, 
yeah, preferably I would, I want to stay in Oregon. I also thought about moving to somewhere else in the U.S., but, you know, like, being from Europe, I might as well just go home in a case like this. So, yeah, I really want to stay uh, in Oregon for now. Yeah. Who or what got you started with running? Um, yeah, I was, like, probably, like, 80%, 90% of all guys my age when I was, like, 13, 12. I was in soccer. I wasn't really great at it. I didn't have the best ball skills, but I was always better at the running part. You know, the warm up, the the stuff that no one liked when we were running like circles around the track for twenty minutes. That's the stuff I was best at. And one day, my mom was just like, "Okay, we're not gonna keep doing this. At least you have to give it a shot at like um, trying out track." And there's not really a high school system or college system in in europe but they do have clubs so a guy in my class was a long jumper in a club and i just went with him to practice and that's kind of where i started uh track and field with like um what, what's it called like catching games really like innocent stuff i started uh and then i had my my first track race 2010 um, a 1K in 335, and, you know, from there, just kind of develop. And at some point, I think, like, a year or two later, I stopped playing soccer because I just realized it wasn't my thing, didn't really fit in, and uh, dedicated more time to uh, running, and here I am. What is your proudest accomplishment so far in the sport and outside of the sport? Mm -hmm. I'd say, like, outside of the sport, I... I'm really proud of myself for getting my master's degree done. And, you know, just it wasn't always easy coming from a different country to, you know, um, just get settled in a, in a country where, like, we have no family in. It's not easy. I'm really proud of myself that I was able to, you know, um, network, uh, make friends, get to know people. Uh, get my degree, my master's degree. That was a really nice thing for me, which I'm really proud of. Um, and yeah, that was definitely like one thing like that I really liked professionally. Um, in the sport, I would say I really think back to the Boston race I had earlier this year in February when I ran 13-21 uh, um, leading the second half of the, of the race and pretty much running by myself. That was uh, huge for me because I was like having the wildest thoughts. Like I was like, oh, maybe I can run the standard for worlds in a really good race outdoors. And I was like, wow, I finally tapped into my full potential. And who knows what I can do in a few months. And um, I never ran faster in outdoor because of various reasons. But uh, that was just a moment where I was like, okay, like this is real. I can actually like do something in the sport um, with that 1321. And who knows what, what else I can do. Like, in the following years and that's I just got really hyped and that's just like something where I'm like I'm always reminding myself hey you you can you can do all these things like you've done it before uh it's just a matter of time cool cool and going back to kind of talking about when you moved to the U.S. when did you move to the U.S. and what were kind of the hardest parts about it and what has kind of uh, been your favorite part about moving to it and what do you think is the best opportunity um, yeah, it was definitely the best thing for me to do because I, I was uh, in school in Germany and I 
I didn't really like it because it's just it's super hard to balance uh, running and schoolwork because like they don't care about what you're doing as a runner. They like if you not if you're not playing soccer in the first division, like people are not gonna care about what you do um, athletically. So I really um, felt appreciated coming to the U.S. that people liked what I was doing um, and. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't always easy. I came um, in mid year in twenty eighteen in January. I moved to Cincy, and with definitely some problems, you know, with language barrier because um, I don't speak English at home. So that was something I had to learn uh, to get better at. And even if you know you have good understanding, you still have kind of an accent, and like sometimes you mess up and you say weird things, and people. I always felt judged a little bit, which is. You know, just normal, I guess, because I, I thought like, oh, what are people going to think of me when I just sound weird and like say weird things? And I don't know, but that got better over the years because I, I was here for a long time. I was able to improve my English. And yeah, um, other than that, like the American culture is definitely a little different. Uh, I think Americans love sarcasm and I wasn't really used to that like degree of sarcasm back home. So there were a lot of things I took really personal that were not meant to be personal. But yeah, I, I learned to deal with that over time. Cool. And what's on your bucket list right now, destination and activity wise? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of moving pieces in my life right now. I can't really promise anything or say anything is guaranteed. But long term, I want to move up to the marathon um get started there maybe run my first marathon in berlin oh back home in germany and then yeah i really want to represent my country more often um it's been really hard with the ncaa season because that takes really does take a toll on like the later parts of your european season and just long term i i want to keep improving i want to um, make it to world championships and um the olympics yes for sure what's your shoe lineup right now for training and racing okay so for training i've been running in the pegs the infinities and invincibles for like easy runs and then for fast runs or tempos um Long runs, I've been using the Tempo Necks, I believe, and the Vapor Flies, depending on, like, how fast it goes. And, yeah, racing, it's, I think, on the track, it's a no-brainer. It's the Dragonfly for me, and also on the grass. It's currently the best shoe. I know they're working on a cross-country Dragonfly in the near future, but for now, I think that's the best bet. And what's your go-to post-race meal? Oh, post-race. Um, I have to say, I'm not really, after a race or like a hard effort, I'm not really hungry. I don't know why. It just takes me a while to really uh, get appetite. But um, what do I like? I Honestly, I don't like having like greasy food after a race. I just, I can't take it. My stomach just can't take it. Mostly just like something really like light, like I don't know, like a, salad or so, like something boring like a salad or uh, just something healthy that you would normally not eat when you're re are really hungry but it's just you know what whatever my stomach can take mm. 
What advice would you give to high schoolers who want to continue to get better and eventually compete at the highest level of running? Um, well, I think that it sounds really corny, but it, it's just true. Like, seeing where I'm coming from, like, and seeing my development and story, I think you should never um, doubt what you're really capable of. Some people are just late with things. Like, I was a late bloomer. I really didn't improve until I was 19, 20. Um, before that, I think when I when I graduated high school, I don't think I would have been good enough for a Division One team. And I just didn't really care about like what other people said or, or thought. I just kept doing my thing. And I saw a purpose in what I was doing. And yeah, it really got me places. Like, it's crazy how much hard work can change you. And like I said, sometimes it's just not your time yet, but that doesn't mean it's not going to come. So I've, it's really just all about staying consistent, staying persistent and having a purpose in what you do. And that can really take you places. It can really take you places. Cool. Yeah. That's some really good advice. What hobbies do you have outside of running? Um, yeah, I, I've, I've got to be honest, like running takes a lot of time together with school. It doesn't make it easy. But when I'm back home, I really like traveling across the country or like across Europe. And um, I, I just enjoy like, especially during season break, I like just going out, uh, socializing with people, um, you know, um, going to nightclubs, stuff like this. I really like that. Um, just, you know, to get get some space from running. Um, other than that, I, I have to say, like, when I'm in season, like, there's not much else I can do, really. Um, but, like, I just like socializing, meeting people, um, grabbing food together. That's, uh, I think, something you can do when you're running a lot. And but like other things, it's just really hard to find time for that. Yeah. What's your favorite place that you've been to in Europe? Um, I would have to say, well, I like Frankfurt, where I'm from. But I wouldn't say that's my favorite place. I really like um, Berlin. Um, it's a very versatile city. Uh, has a lot to offer. Um, I, I know a lot of Americans like it there too, because of the history. And so my my one side of the family is from Croatia, and we have a house by the ocean. And I used to go there all the time when I was young, um, like until ten years ago. And yeah, the water there is so clear and it's so peaceful and quiet. And it's like nothing like the U.S. beaches. It's it's like the most clear water you can imagine. And I don't know, everything smells good. It's so peaceful. And I really miss that. And I, I want to go back soon. But I would say yeah, Croatia is a really nice place there, too. Yeah, that sounds like a really, really sick place, man. If you could switch lives with another pro or collegiate runner for a day, who would it be? Um, I don't know if I have a specific person. I just, I don't know. I would like to figure out like how it is to be like a pure speed-based miler. I want to know what it's like to have like really sick foot speed. Cause I'll be honest, like I don't have like the best foot speed in the world. Um, that's why I run the five and 10 K, but yeah, I would just like to know what it like feels like to run like a 146, 800 or something like a, 350 mile I just want to know what that feels like and yeah but I, I don't have a like certain person in mind right now mm. I just always wonder what that feels like do you have a hype song or a favorite singer 
Um, I wouldn't say so. Like, I think my music tastes and like the songs I like just change a lot because like I just find myself over listening a few songs and then at a point I'm like just sick of the songs and I move on to another song and then the same happens again and it's like a never ending loop. But um, yeah, it keeps changing. I, I like American music a lot. I think it's a lot better than German music. Um, there's a few German singers I like too, but I don't think anyone really knows them in the US. And I think most Americans don't like German music, so I'll not get into that. Mm -hmm. Who's winning in a basketball 1v1, you or Cooper Tier? Oh, definitely him. I've, dude, I've never played basketball. Like, I've done it maybe in high school for like two months when, when it was like part of the schedule, the curriculum. But everything we do pretty much back home is like revolving around soccer and more soccer and then soccer and then sometimes handball and then soccer and then maybe a little bit of track and field. It's crazy. Like we all played soccer and like basketball is like really something we don't do. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have no chance. Well, you got him. You got him in a soccer match, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Moving yeah. on to some would you rather's. Would you rather always have a mullet haircut or a ponytail haircut? Um, I don't think a mullet looks good on me. Uh, I also don't think that long hair looks good on me. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd say mullet. Would you rather be a high school teacher or a circus clown? High school teacher. Would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter? Uh, a teleporter so I can go back home. Uh, both is nice, but I, I feel like I really want to have a teleporter so I can save on flights. And like this year, I've only been home for like five weeks. And that would help me to be home more often and just, you know, switch between places. For sure. Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Rhymes. Easier to understand. Mm -hmm. Would you rather wear a constantly changing outfit or a constantly changing hairstyle? Uh, definitely an outfit. I, I like my hair the way it is. I don't want to change it. Would you rather be trapped in a romantic comedy with your enemies or trapped in a horror movie with your friends? Um, I would have to go with the romantic movie. Last one here. Would you rather have a hook for a hand or a peg for a leg? A peg? A peg for a leg. Um, I'd say the hook. All right. I think that's all I've got for you. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Running in Circles. If you enjoyed, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and share it with your friends. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and I'll see you next time on Running in Circles.